Welcome to Master Your Relationship Mind Drama. Teaching you how to manage your mind so that you can create relationships you love. And now, here's your host, certified relationship coach and expert in all things love, friendship and mind drama, Rebecca Orr. Hi guys, how is everybody doing? This week I'm talking all about our expectations this Valentine's Day, which will not only be useful for the 14th, but also for handling your expectations in your relationships all year round. And then I'm also going to be talking a little bit about being single on Valentine's Day and managing any mind drama that you might be having about that. So don't skip this episode if you're single and thinking that this won't be relevant to you. It definitely will. Okay, so let's dive into Valentine's Day expectations. A lot of people will be setting themselves up for huge disappointments this Valentine's Day because they're going to have very specific ideas of how they want their partner to show them that they're loved. And when their partner doesn't fulfill that expectation, they'll then use it as a reason to feel miserable and then blame their partner for it creating huge amounts of disconnection. They'll maybe be secretly hoping their partner is going to write them a really detailed message in their card or buy them flowers or plan a really cute date. And they'll then make it mean something terrible if if their partner doesn't do that and feel awful about it. And this is why learning to manage our minds is really important. Because as long as we're believing that what they do or don't do is going to be the creator of our emotions, no wonder we're anticipating and obsessing and it's no wonder we have a very specific vision of how we want them to behave (laughs) in order to create the emotions we want to feel. But did you know that flowers don't actually create your emotions? (laughs) Yes, of course it is lovely to receive flowers and it's lovely, but it's only lovely because of our thoughts about flowers. Some people hate receiving flowers. So if it was the flowers creating the emotion that we all feel, we'd all feel the exact same way. (laughs) If you have a secret wish that your partner sends flowers to your office this Valentine's Day, it's not because that act is objectively good or bad, It's because of what you predict you'll think and feel when it happens. Maybe you'll imagine feeling loved and important because you're thinking, this means they love me and value me. Someone else might have the thought, this is so embarrassing and feel resentful. (laughs) So it's always your thought about the thing that's responsible for your emotion, not the actual thing itself. And this is so important to know. Because as long as we're attaching our feelings to the things outside of us, we're always going to feel out of control of our emotional world. So consider for a moment, whatever it is that you'd like them to do this Valentine's Day, why? What is the emotion that you're imagining you'll get to feel if they do that? And what would, it, what would be the thought that would actually create that emotion? If you think you need your partner to buy you chocolate and flowers to feel important and lovable, I am here to tell you that you're totally wrong. (laughs) Has anyone heard Miley Cyrus's new song, Flowers? (laughs) Do you think Miley doesn't feel important or loved if she doesn't get any gifts on Valentine's Day? Hell no. (laughs) I actually have no idea. She totally might have insecure thoughts about that. But 
Based on the lyrics of her latest song, I imagine that Miley believes herself to be very important and she loves herself and is important to herself, which means she gets to feel that emotion whether another human buys her flowers or not. And a lot of us have quite negative ways of thinking about ourselves and negative beliefs. It's our default thought to think that we're not valuable or good enough. So when there's a circumstance like Valentine's Day happening, our brains use it as a great opportunity to throw that belief in our face. (laughs) It uses Valentine's Day to try and prove that belief true. We think that them not doing something is about us, that it's a reflection of our worth and value in some way. And if we were better, more attractive, more interesting, whatever, then they'd behave differently. But your partner's behavior and choices come from one place only, and that's their own brain. And you have zero control over their preferences, their habits, their opinions, their natural instincts, and their investment in things like Valentine's Day. Your worth and value does not control their brain. I'm going to say that again because it's really important. Your worth and value does not control their brain. Your worth and value has nothing to do with their brain and what they think and feel and do. And as I've discussed in my other episodes, our brains are always going to be searching for evidence to prove our beliefs true. Whatever our subconscious beliefs are about ourselves, that is what our brain is always trying to find evidence of. So our brains interpret the world around us through those filters and lenses. So if your belief about yourself is... I'm not good enough, I'm not cared about, I'm not important, my partner doesn't care about me. It's no surprise that that's the colour you're splashing onto all the situations that you're met with, like Valentine's Day. (laughs) So challenging those meanings and assumptions and interpretations is so important. If you wanted your partner to get you a card and they didn't, and your brain makes that mean that you're not important to them, just take a moment to get curious about that. Is that really true? Does your partner never do things that show that they care? Or do they show they care in a lot of other ways that your brain is just ignoring? Consider that. What might your brain be disregarding and ignoring here because it doesn't fit into the narrative of how you aren't important to them? Your default belief. Get really curious. What else could be a reason for them not getting a card? Have they never been really into Valentine's Day or giving cards? (laughs) Is it not a calendar day they really care about? We often think that the way our brains think about things is automatically the standard and normal. And everyone else's way, if it's different from ours, is incorrect. We have our own ways that we like to show love. And we think about Valentine's Day and gift giving in a certain way. And then we expect other people to mirror that. And we decide if they loved me they would get me a card. If they cared about me, they would get me flowers. But people's brains all work differently. And appreciating your partner for being unique with a different human brain to yours is all a part of loving them for who they are. So get curious. What might this person's thoughts be about this? What might their thought process have been here? And challenge your brain when it wants to make any of that mean something about your worth and value. Your lovability and value is not measured by other people's actions. If your partner isn't into gift giving, that's about their brain and their brain's wiring. Your value is 100% separate from that. 
So getting curious about their thought process will help you to separate that from being a reflection of you. And we set ourselves up for such huge failings by expecting people to be completely different to who they are. (laughs) If your partner has never been into romantic gestures, expecting them to change their personality for the day and surprise you with a huge bouquet of flowers and then being shocked and devastated that they haven't is just setting yourself up for a loss. (laughs) Your partner isn't supposed to be any different to the human being that they are. And if you're believing they should be different, it's because you're believing that their actions are responsible for how you get to feel. And I'm going to repeat that because it's super important. Your partner is not supposed to be any different than who they are. And if you're believing that they should be different, it's because you're thinking that their actions are responsible for how you get to feel. Whatever it is you think them meeting this expectation would allow you to feel, ask yourself, How can I feel that way without them doing anything? What would I need to be believing about myself to feel that way now? And brainstorm some ideas. For a lot of my clients when we work on this, they realize that once they drop the meaning that they were attaching to their partner's behavior, they actually could see loads of ways that prove their thought to be untrue. For example, a client of mine wanted her partner to organize more cute dates for them. He did occasionally, but she usually took the lead in the planning because he was very busy at work and often quite stretched thin. And her brain made that mean that he didn't prioritize her. But when we questioned that interpretation a little, she realized there was actually tons of ways that he showed she was a priority to him. He rang her every day, he sent her cute cards, he made time to be there for her, but her brain had just completely disqualified and ignored all of that. (laughs) and decided that she could no longer believe she was a priority because he wasn't doing that one thing that she decided was very important. He wasn't following her manual for what someone should do when another person is a priority, how they should plan cute dates. And when she got curious about what might have been going on for him, she could totally see that he was stretched thin at work and that he just naturally wasn't a very good organiser. It wasn't something that came naturally to him. He was much more of a go-with-the-flow kind of guy. And she was making it mean something terrible, when really this is just who he is as a person. And she was making herself miserable, telling herself there was something wrong with him for being his unique self, and she was also missing out on loving him for being that person. She was missing out on loving the authentic him. So I want you to grab a pen and paper and do this exercise. Ask yourself, what is the exact manual I have for them this Valentine's Day? And by that, I mean, what is it that you'd specifically like them to do or not do? So write that down and get really detailed. If there's a very specific flower, if there's a very specific type of message in the card, like get it all out. What's the exact expectation that you'd want here? And then ask yourself, if they did it, what would my brain allow me to believe? If you need to pause this podcast while you're writing it down, then do that. But just consider, what would my thought be? If they did that, what would I believe? What would I make it mean? And then write down under that, what emotion you would get to feel. Emotions are things like happiness, love, connection, confidence. 
And then ask yourself, what would I make it mean if they didn't do these things? What's the interpretation that your brain is planning to put on them not meeting these expectations? What is it that you would decide that meant? Maybe that they don't care about you. They don't love you. We create so much unnecessary negative emotion by attaching uninvestigated meaning to people's behavior and by telling ourselves we can only believe we're loved if our manuals are followed 100% completely. But somebody can love you and not be that into romantic gestures in the same way you are. Somebody can want to be with you and care about you and just not think to buy a card on Valentine's Day. (laughs) Consider, is it really true that if your partner doesn't do these things, then it means they don't love you? Is there any evidence that contradicts that theory? What else could it mean? Then ask yourself, is it possible I can believe my partner does love and care about me even without them following this manual? And can I love and appreciate me? Can I believe I'm valuable and worthy and important? Then I want you to consider if there's something you specifically want to do this Valentine's Day or if there's a gift you particularly want to receive, maybe it's a bunch of flowers or some chocolates, (laughs) why not just tell them? If it's that important to you that you get those things on the 14th, you might as well give yourself the best chance of getting them by actually communicating that's what you'd like. Don't passively expect your partner to read your mind. If you want romance, tell them exactly what you'd like. Or hey, why not plan something super romantic yourself? Be the generator of that romance. A lot of people will say to me, oh, but it's not the same if I have to remind them or if I have to ask for it. But really question that for a moment. Why isn't it the same? It's only not the same because of what you make it mean if they didn't think to do it. Because you make it mean that they don't care or that you're not loved and important. But if you love you and you think you're amazing and valuable and you believe your partner cares about you and they love you, then you don't need to make them not following your manual of how they should have done Valentine's Day or not reading your mind mean anything at all. It can be as simple as, I know you love me, you show me in many ways, and this year, I'd love for you to buy me flowers. Thanks. (laughs) Rather than, my brain is going to use your actions on this random calendar date to throw your love for me up for debate. So, fingers crossed you pass the test and do exactly what I want, even though I haven't told you what that is. Okay, so that's the first part of the episode and I hope it's helped those of you with big expectations that your partner is completely oblivious to. (laughs) Now on to the next topic, which is if you're single on Valentine's Day and feeling a little shit about it. So society has done a great job of teaching women that being single is a bad thing, that their worth and value comes from being found attractive and that being in a romantic relationship is what makes them valuable and worthy. This narrative goes back centuries, so it's no surprise that many of us feel like we're somehow doing it wrong when we're single and we're not in a romantic relationship. We're scared of people's judgments of that, and we have our own judgments about it, that it means something about us. We often have this default belief that being single is a problem to be solved. We think it's the source of our unhappiness, and so we feel desperate to try and fix that problem, ASAP. 
We want to feel good enough, desirable, lovable. And we think that a romantic partner will help us to do that and feel those emotions. But trust me, as a relationship coach, I'm here to tell you that there are people in romantic relationships feeling very insecure, undesirable and unloved. Because unlike the rom-coms and Disney movies would have us believe, life doesn't suddenly turn to technicolor once you become Facebook official. (laughs) A coach I love always says, being in a romantic relationship will not give you an exit ramp off the human experience. And when we talk about the human experience, I'm talking about the mix of positive and negative emotions that all human beings have to have. You have a mix of positive and negative emotions now, being single, and you will have new, slightly different positive and negative emotions if you're in a relationship, because that is what it means to be a human. So if this Valentine's Day you're seeing couples post on Instagram and your brain is having a field day, maybe you're getting that pang of jealousy, ask yourself, what is the emotion I'm believing I can't experience because I'm single? What do I imagine that this person gets to think, feel and experience because they are in a romantic relationship? What is the emotional experience that you think is reserved for once you're coupled up? Then I want you to call bullshit on that belief. Whatever you wrote down, whether the emotion was confident, love, appreciated, important, attractive, good enough, valuable, calm, peaceful, connected, whatever it was. There are single people all over the world feeling those emotions because those emotions are not reserved for the specific circumstance of being in a romantic relationship. They're created by your brain. You create them in your romantic relationships and you can create them when you're single with the way you think. So identify what it is and then I want you to make it your mission to create that emotion today. You want to feel loved and important? What would you need to be thinking about yourself to create that emotion? How is it true that you are loved and important? What can you believe about yourself to feel that way? Someone can be single and believe they are valuable and important and loved. Putting up a cute selfie and a picture of a bunch of roses isn't the requirement for feeling that emotion. (laughs) In what ways do you already have love and connection in your life? Think about the love and connection you have with others and also the love and connection that you can feel for yourself. A lot of the time we disregard all the love we do have in our life because it isn't romantic. We've somehow decided that romantic love is more valuable than platonic or family love and we don't consider those other relationships as counting. It's so crazy, it creates so much suffering, so much love and connection going to waste and not being fully appreciated. So ask yourself, where might I not be acknowledging or even discounting love in my life because it isn't the fetishized romantic love that society has taught me to cover above all else? What am I making the fact I'm single mean about me? And why am I believing that? Who taught me that? And I can imagine for those of you that identify as women listening to this podcast, Society and the patriarchy have a lot to answer for. (laughs) We've been taught since a young age that our value and worth is dictated by those interested in us romantically. And that if we're not in a romantic relationship, maybe there's something wrong with us. Call bullshit on that. Just like you don't 
transcend to a technical or amazing life when you get into a relationship, your worth and value also doesn't skyrocket. (laughs) You're the same you, just as valuable and worthy, single, as you are in a relationship. And your life is filled with positive and negative emotion either way. Okay, guys, I'm sending each of you all the love this Valentine's Day. And more than anything, I hope you use the 14th as an opportunity to love yourself even harder. Have a great weekend and I'll talk to you next week. If you're loving this podcast, you can also hang out with Rebecca on Instagram and TikTok at Rebecca or Coaching. Don't forget to sign up to her email list for exclusive freebies and for more information on her one-to-one and group coaching programs.